welcome to the show. We've got the uh, Golden Age of Grappling preview show. We're usually a backwards-looking show, but we're forward-looking tonight as we are previewing AEW's All Out 2021. I'm DP. I'm Tony G. And joining us, Sean McGrath. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Jeez, why don't you just give him his social security number? Yeah. yeah, let me yeah. dox you real quick, if that's possible. <laughs> uh, Get ready to buy a house. You want to know where it's at? <laughs> three of, three yeah. of the four friends that are heading to the All Out 2021 Live. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And three of the folks that have been, you know, to the All In and the previous All Out that we uh, were fortunate enough to make it to. So we, we've been there. We've been to Chicago and we've seen them all. Yeah. Absolutely. We uh, Thanks to COVID, we weren't able to go well, in 2020, but... Right. All in in 2018, all out in 2019, and yeah. 2021. That's, That's right. The so. in and out side of things constantly <laughs> messes with my, yeah. my brain of like which one was, is which. But yeah, the first one was the Bullet Club, Bullet Club pay per view. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. The show Ring of Honor paid for. Anyways, we don't have to go into that. <laughs> so, so I guess how, when we dive into this, do you guys just want to just start? talking about some of these uh, planned matches that we know about. We're doing this before the final go-home Dynamite and Rampage, so if there are some wild changes that happen, this may be- become obsolete. But for now, this I- is the-, the planned show. Yeah, I just think at this point, I mean, they could add something. You know, it, the Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy storyline has been kind of ramping up, and then Matt got his face broken whenever, you know, a week or so oh, ago. Yeah. And- he has his whole family office and there's the best friends. I just, you know, a multi-man tag match would feel like a good idea here. But like, uh, you know, DP and I were discussing the other day, looks like Cody and Malachi is going to be for after all out, you know? So maybe they're, yeah. some of these storylines are going to be things that they can pick up and carry on, you know, after all out, uh, FTR and Santana and Ortiz is another one that I feel like is, <laughs> Something that they're they're going to resolve after all out. They're you know they're yeah. saving it, so they have something I guess to and if we're look forward to. If we're talking about people that you know we're kind of bummed that aren't on the show. Of course, we have to address the the giant one. Ha- Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order are nowhere to be found on this this card so far as I can tell. Yeah, no, you know they just uh, carried the ship there for a couple months and then just were cast aside in favor of you know all of these. Uh, other folks. Well, no, I mean, I, big star I know, I know why baby, it's hard, but <laughs> right. Yeah, no, and I understand why it happened the way it happened. It's just, it just seems so strange after all that momentum, you know, in the early part of the summer. And now it's like, oh, yeah, just gone. It was like going through the different stages of gr- like, I don't know <laughs> yes. at what point I got to acceptance, mm. but I feel like I texted DP and was like, <laughs> I'm at the acceptance part and I'm okay with Omega and Christian. <laughs> Like, well, and, yeah. and he responded, I'm not, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think from the match standpoint, I'm fine with, you know, the match that we're getting at this point. Yeah. yeah. I'm just more disappointed in, like, the complete dissolving of the Dark Order and Hangman and all that, because, you know, I would probably be more on the side of uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver as far as the Dark Order goes, you know. Five, they, yeah. They, a little, uh, little more upset about the way things have been handled yeah. as we- opposed to evil Uno. So. I mean, I, I, I kept, I guess I, I kept assuming that this is just, you know, a temporary storyline that allows them to do something until Hangman comes back and reunites them and all three, you know, groups. Perhaps. Maybe, yeah. you know, triumph in some way or fashion. But, could could this be leading to like a dark order wolf pack or something and dark order purple and black it's like a dark dark order or civil war yeah. i feel like 
I feel like they'll reunite more, you know, I just want Sting rather than do to something join like at that, that point and be part of the Dark Order Wolfpack. Because it's like, you know, also you hate to bring it up, but the Brody Lee stuff is still kind of so, yeah. I don't know, strong in this company. They're still saying it's Wednesday, you know, you know what that, and like, it just feels like if you were going to do away with it, do away with it. Don't like make a secondary group of them and like kind of <laughs> stretch it out. Like it's, because yeah. it was, you know, like yeah. basically it's, you know, it was at its strongest just unfortunately after the passing of Brody Lee kind of in that, you know, unification and, you know, they're rallying for Brody and all that kind of stuff. So it just, I don't know how much, I don't know how gimmicky I want them to get about the group and like even how they end up ending the group or something like that, you know? I think that they will continue to do these. I don't think it's, I don't know if it would lead to a match where it's, you know, a six man tag type thing, Mm -hmm. but it just feels more like a Adam page comes Mm -hmm. back to reunite them. Like they, they, he pushed them away to, um, because he didn't think he needed their help. Right. And then is, is trying to accept it now and, and they're falling apart. Like it's getting very soap opery, right. which is fine. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's awesome story. But like when you're trying to say it out loud and you're explaining right. it, it's like, no, this group <laughs> fell apart and they need this one person to bring them back together. And it, it makes for great, great television. It's, oh, it's yeah. awesome. And then the BTE segments and then the Sammy's vlog and they're like yeah. going back and forth. They've been great. And I now that now that you know Hangman's a father, he can come back and talk about how you know I, I realize there are things that need protecting, and we have to protect this unionship. We've got to raise each other uh, up. Get very WWE I, with it. I like to I like to think that he won't go the Cody route and literally start, uh, start storylines involving his unborn uh, child. Like uh, he did. I, I hope I hope Hangman calls his child a prince or princess at some point in the early part of this American <laughs> princess. Right. So that's everybody, everybody that's not going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we could get to the actual card. Yeah. Right. And so, so you know. well, but what I was going to say before, because you were mentioned the best friends, you know, fucking mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. possibly. Seems like you'd have orange on the card. They, I think that they're one, I could see the one excuse being, well, they'll be accompanying Chris Statlander to the ring. So at least yeah, you yeah. see them. I, I could see that being the excuse of not having them in the actual card, but. I do want to see them in a match, if that's okay. But yeah, so let's just start out here. The one match that at least has been confirmed for the pre-show is the 21-woman Casino Battle Royal. Uh, 21 women, of course. We've got 12 names so far that I can tell that have been announced. Uh, 12, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, The Bunny, Ty Conti. forward, I've never seen her. Actually, it's a picture of a, a girl and a guy. Both of them got long hair, so I don't know which one is Penelope. <laughs> this is, I love uh, I love Penelope Ford. <laughs> Booker T. Uh, Penelope Ford. Uh, Penelope Ford's going to be in there. Red Velvet, Big Swole, Emmy Sakura, Julia Hart, and Diamante. So. Okay, Kiara Hogan, I think, has also been confirmed. Ooh. Has she been confirmed? Okay, I hadn't seen yeah. that. But All right, so then 13. Right, I go to Wikipedia for my breaking news. <laughs> but anyway, so that leaves that's at least you know so that whatever with Kier Hogan we can, but it's eight undetermined spots at this point. Yeah, I was reading today there are twenty two women in AEW's women's division. Ah, and two of them obviously are in the title match. Right. Yeah. So, but they could have all their regular signed women in it and then a joker. Right. But I doubt that would 
happen. I could also yeah. see maybe a few surprises, like just because of that Empower show recently, maybe pulling in mm-hmm. a few of the names that were on that show to do an right. appearance. But. Well, I would, I, I would expect a Camille appearance, the NWA Women's Champion. Uh, it seems like legit. Layla Hirsch would probably end up being in this. Fingers yeah. I mean, crossed. You know, Kylan James, King. Like I'm just James thinking about some of the, like the dark regulars too. You know. Yeah, yeah, there's the there's the you know you've got those those tons of women on dark that have just been wrestling mm-hmm. for months now that you don't ever know about. Right. Uh, the there's been rumors that Riho is getting back um, into ring condition. I saw ring that shape. picture of her working. Um, I think Anna Jay is ah, is healthy, so yeah. I think she shows up, which would be huge. The crowd will go nuts for her oh, yeah. popping back up. Mm-hmm. Now, do you um, think it's a lock that this Ruby Soho is the Joker? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I can't imagine it not being. So it that's one exciting. Of those things, though, where I like, I've, I've watched all of her videos. I think mm-hmm. they're really well made. But mm-hmm. of the people that have like, you know, been released and made videos into like a storyline, sort of a, a plot line that they've created online. Right. Hers are the most. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was that's like, true. I like I mean, the music that's... choices. I like the imagery. I don't know what's being said here. Though. She's a she's a runaway. So <laughs> yeah, she's she much. could be anywhere. She's she's a punk. Yeah. Right? And so you saw the one. Well, there was was there one re- release today? One today it was like two minutes long. Yeah, with like yeah. the oh, it was great. Variety and they had and like the stuff and the her music and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still. Look at this, though, and I think it's probably... I would go Jade Cargill if I had to put money on somebody. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I could Did see you that. see what she did to Kiara Hogan? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, they obviously are, are not interested in her having competitive matches. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like she might come in and just clean house. It, I think it would be that first match that goes more than five minutes with entrances right. is going to be pretty interesting. True. I mean, she's definitely got the cardio for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would think so. Right. <laughs> she, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, cause Ruby, you know, you could still have someone like her debut and she doesn't necessarily have to like, you know, immediately earn oh, that title course. shot or whatever. And that like, my thought is, um, what was that ladder match? The the brass ring ladder match where yeah. all ego Ethan Page showed up. Last right? That was his debut. Yeah. And he didn't win that, but he still had a good right. showing. Like right. so yeah. you could do something like that. So um they could also do the deal where everyone teams up on Jade and gets her out of there. You know, I don't know. See, I could see um, I could see something yeah. like that. I was thinking, you know, as far as just because their talk, at least the rumor was, you know, Thunder Rosa in twenty twenty two. I was thinking, right. well, then maybe you know, a Hikaru Shida could be heated back up here with the, her return coming back, or like you said, maybe a Riho or someone that is mm-hmm. returning. Um, yeah. Well, because really. the thing is that you're going to have to deal with the buzzsaw that's Britt Baker. So, well, that's what I'm saying. They need to, they have to find to someone else to send to her. And uh, so, why would you not just reheat somebody rather than try to introduce somebody else? But it also, the, the push behind Jade feels strong. You know, it feels like there's some like, it does feel strong. It just, it just has always kind of felt like it's been more of one of a, these sort of things than a, like a straight up and down, yeah. you know, rise. Yeah. Well, because I also think that, like we've, I, you know, like I've talked about to UDP is that Brit at this point is so overpowered as far as her popularity goes, while still trying to be a heel, that someone like Jade is someone that could probably 
get boo. You know, like if you just wanted to go ahead and make that move, make that move because they'll boo Jade yeah. and they'd oh, love yeah. to cheer for Brit. So for sure, no, that that stuff makes sense for sure. Um, so yeah, so I, that's I guess anything else about this women's match before we move on to the the next one? Do do we all want to make picks on this? Do well, so. You can I mean, say that. Yeah, you can pick one. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards Ty Conti. I feel like that's a like a under like she's she's built very well. Yeah. They, like her mat. Like I just think it's that could be a surprise still though. Like yeah. she's a big enough name yeah. that but people still aren't thinking about her. Yeah, I like no, that'd be a good one. I, I like the idea of her winning it. I just feel like with the bunny and Penelope Ford teaming up against her recently, that that maybe she's got that's something true. going on that that would true. be she'd be involved. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think, DP? All right, if we're if we're just throwing out the bets here because I mentioned it before, I'll just I'll I'll go Sheeta. I, I think she needs to get the rematch mm. still with the uh, with what's yeah. her name. So but. yeah, with what's her name? She's a doctor. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> she confirmed Adam Cole has no cavities today. So oh, I saw. <laughs> I, she I saw. T- <laughs> she tagged like all the news organizations, yeah. like all the journalists. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms there. Not that I think if any of that will be resolved at all out, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Mr. Britt Baker at some point. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, Tony, who did you say was was your pick? I'm gonna go Dade Cargill. I, yeah, I just you know that's why I feel like they have the most the most momentum behind them. That's a smart pick. That seems like. But a we'll smart see. Pick. We'll see. They might pull the Kali on her and just team up and toss her out. You're wearing your Jade shirt, and you know it. <laughs> no, he's, he's got his Rowdy Ronda Rousey shirt on right now. So Yeah, it is a Rowdy Piper shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. match two here as far as maybe order of importance. Uh, let's just go ahead and get this one out of the way. Paul White taking on QT Marshall in the match. This is clearly the most important Fucking match. go away. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know uh, the DP was really excited when this one came to <laughs> We were. Jesus. We were watching it together. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the Tony Schiavone and QT Marshall stuff, I barely noticed because, to be honest with you, I normally would just fast forward through the segments involving QT Marshall. And I think some of the other stuff took place on, like, Dark and Elevation. But, like, that was apparently a long-running deal. You know, so for Paul White to come to the rescue of Tony Schiavone after all of it said and done, like, <laughs> I guess it warrants this match, but I don't it know. Was, it was super weird because it was supposed to happen. So what, QT, like, dumped a coffee on Schiavone. Right. And then it was announced the following week QT was going to apologize in the ring. Right. Then yeah. they canceled it and they're like, no, it's going to be the following week. And it was just like, then when it happened, we had already forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then pretty much. And then it just felt like it was so, I don't know. It just felt so forced. I feel like this was part of like big shows signing when he signed, like this was part of the Tony Khan. He's like, all right, and I'll give you a match on the pay-per-view. The first yeah. First big I want show you, here. I want your best and brightest star. And they said, all right, QT Marshall it is. <laughs> it's, just, it's also weird for QT in this position because he just had like a blood feud with the Rhodes family. Yes. But yeah. I feel like if they just would have timed things out a little better, he could have been fighting like Dustin here or something. <laughs> oh. And at least that would be I'm, better than the big show. I mean, 
I guess we're thinking obviously Big Show's winning this match. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's like God. I hope we so. got to build QT right. up. So here's my else? here's my out there predict prediction. Right. No BS. Paul White wins mm. <laughs> easily. Shaq comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh. Yeah. And we finally <laughs> get the dream match we've all been wanting. Goodness. <laughs> Paul White versus. Shaquille O'Neal. Only, only if it c- turns out that Giannis Antetokounmpo is running in like fucking <laughs> right. Seth Rollins. Did you see how much fun he was having? Yeah. Yes. dynamite. <laughs> right. Well, they're also in Chicago, though, so that wouldn't go over nearly as well as it did in Milwaukee. No, you're right. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's true. They we'll don't see. have any stars in Chicago to have to run out. <laughs> but, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, this was inevitable. We had kind of, when they were signing these guys and they were all pretty much coming in, with the idea that they were going to be in ring part time yes, to some you degree, know. you know, we, I mean, I was half Which, expecting us to get Mark Henry. I just, right I really thought for sure when this, and they started building this, I was like, Oh, this is going to be for the rampage before all out. You know, you know, it, it just feels perfectly made for TV. Nice. It's a guy that's well known. He's going to bring mm-hmm. in random people watching that are curious about him, but no, we're throwing it on pay-per-view because apparently he's going to bring in buys. People are paying money for Paul White on this all-out show. He's he's an attraction. I mean, he is really cool to see live. He's giant, but goodness. <laughs> it's just like just that you're looking at this card, mm-hmm. and it's just one of these does not go with the others. Right. And this is it's, it's clear this match is the cooler match. Like this <laughs> is the one yeah. we're getting up and getting a beer or going to the restroom. Like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Probably. and no they'll doubt. put it right before the main event. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Well, I could see maybe, that. yeah, or, they might. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so then, the My only other, side. if if I'm being you know really dis, if I'm being really negative, the only other disappointment of a match for me, John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima is also on this card. I love John yes. Moxley. I just feel like Satoshi Kojima. What are we doing with this guy from New Japan? Yeah, it it feels like New Japan is really softly feeling out the waters here of they AEW. They sent Switchblade to Impact, yeah, and we I get know, Satoshi right? Kojima. And I would AEW's so much rather have seen pay per view of the year. Yeah, I would have much rather seen that match, Switchblade and John Moxley. But you know, <laughs> I feel like maybe one of you two said this recently. But like, do you feel like it's I, I know nothing about Kojima. And I mean, right. you know, like you guys yeah. know my knowledge of New Japan. It is. Yeah. It is. I, I understand what it is. <laughs> right. But like, like, I recognize that's a name of somebody that's in New Japan. But yes. Not watching but it. knowing like those bigger names and, and the way Moxley has been talking lately, do you think this is building up to where he's like this frustration that he isn't getting Tanahashi? And then it's like because that's he's he's been saying that's who he wants, right? And it's like he's been dodging him, type of thing. See the the thing that makes it difficult though, and that's why the promo a few weeks ago when Moxley was almost like being heelish, you know, talking about wanting Tanahashi, is that you can't knock Kojima. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just not something that would be accepted to have him even talk like that. This is somehow like the bottom of the ladder, or that he's got a. He's got to work his way up to something, you know, because they kind of yeah. look at these guys as totems. You know, these are the pillars of oh, the company. Yeah. This is third yeah. generation legends. But 
the problem is like i mean he he kind of did say that though he's you know he called him yeah. a crazy old man and he was disrespected and and you know all that sort of a thing so right i just again it feels like new japan is giving sending it's like the mortal Kombat ladder moxie's yeah. like got to work his way up yeah. And it also feels like that's at the same time they're feeling out this relationship. Like mm-hmm. they're not just going to send Okada and Tanahashi to work your pay per view before that. I don't know. They have a better feeling about Tony yeah. Khan and maybe their business and how that. Because the Ring of Honor, I'm sure they still have a bitter pill, you know, kind of about how the Ring of Honor de- stuff, you know, yeah. fizzled sure. out. Yeah. So. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it's you're just, right. Impact, on the other hand, they seem to love Impact. I don't know what... In the middle of the summer, thinking. you can go back and listen to Tony and I discussing after, right after we got our all-out tickets about like, oh man, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, and then, oh man, what if <laughs> what if Okada shows up and faces <laughs> John Moxley? Listen, I was here. I was here. I had Will Ospreay, you know, Ospreay. Yeah, Will Ospreay as well. He's uh, in no. the country, for God's sakes. He's in the your country. Goodness. No. We okay. got CM Punk, and I feel I like know. that makes up for it. Well, but we'll get right. there. We'll get there. You're That's right. certainly what they also think. So a match yeah. that I am very curious about who's going to win. I honestly have no idea which direction this one will go. Andrade El Idolo taking on Pac. Yes, the the battle over the travel plans. Yeah. Who's going to drive <laughs> who to the arena? Who gets to be it buddies was... with the Lucha Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a custody battle for the Lucha Bros. It does feel like that a little bit. Yeah. Pac's been in. All, that's all Pac's done since he's teamed up with them. First, yeah. Kingston tried to steal him away, and now Andrade's here. That's that's true. He did. It's, he did. Um, Pac, Pac is always in his wrestling gear. Yes. Al, I just I every every time you see him, it's 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 very. I don't know. It's just always odd, but he's always I guess ready You'd to. You think with his hair wet ass. constantly, he would be sick yep. all the time, but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right though. He does do that. I mean, because you know, Andrade will wear a suit, and the Lucha Bros usually will have like <laughs> yeah. something on, you know, as along with their mask, and he's just standing there in his, you know, black trunks and his wet hair. Yeah, I I feel like I I mean the whole story, the build towards this was was odd. While I was like trying to find, like I get what they're trying to do, right, and to like disrupt this this trio mm. it was so weird that they're like we canceled their rental cars <laughs> like and oh but we got him a limo and it was yeah. just like i think i think a lot of that stuff also had to do with like availability of talent because i feel like that was all pre-taped stuff i could see that, that they it probably seemed... taped that they taped weeks in advance you know yeah they, i mean maybe yeah but it was just hardly so, been around it was like one week yeah, it was like, okay, Pac isn't here, so yeah. let's say we messed with his plane. And then it was like, oh, the Lucha Bros aren't here. Let's say they messed with their rental cars. And it was just like, can we think of anything other than yeah. transportation, guys? Like, nope, that's it. We're set. Let's go. Like, we're, send we're them out there. This is all that we know. <laughs> transportation. We travel and fight. That's it. Yeah, this is an even matchup. You know, this very well could be a number one contenders match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for post all out, you know, the immediate future. Um, and also who knows? It, I mean, could be the beginning of the feud, the end of the feud. And, you know, maybe the Lucha bros at some point do turn on Pac and join Andrade. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that may be coming down the line, but who knows? I could see, you know, maybe this comes down to Chavo interference sort of a thing and, and Andrade oh, yeah, gets Chavo. the win, but uh, Pac's been super like, They've they've been very careful with when he loses and who he mm-hmm. loses to. So I could also see yeah. him just winning the match. 
Yeah. Well, it beat Kenny Omega. Yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> last time we saw him. Yeah, I think it's. I think it can go either way. I think there's going to be some tomfoolery. <laughs> but Perhaps. That's that's yes. that's the that's the wrestling term, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so that's 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 that match. Let's uh, move on here. Chris Jericho retirement match against MJF, and it feels so much like the storyline we just watched Chris Jericho do in that SummerSlam we did. Can Jericho win the big one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is somebody else that they were very careful with, and really outside of this MJF feud, they you know, yeah, he hasn't had a lot of losses either. I mean, you know, the orange. MJF that's why the orange, orange. Cassidy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy thing was such a big deal because mm-hmm. up to that point, Jericho, you know, pretty much had beaten everybody. Um, you know, this one, it's, you know, I, I made the comment like, oh, would have made sense for them to, you know, to, to finish this at All Out. And instead, they just finished the five labors and then also added a match to All Out. Mm-hmm. So um, it just feels like a lot. And it's another one of those things where, I, you know, we had kind of talked about the five labors of Jericho feeling like they worked backwards in like, awe factor and like yeah you know like he was fighting nick gage the second one and he's fighting wardlow by the you know who cares um and then this so th- this one just feels kind of the same way we've watched these guys have a stadium stampede match we've watched these guys have a war games match we've seen him pushed off the top of a you know and now we're like we've had we're gonna back-to-back singles matches <laughs> just feels yeah feels like a strange climax to the story yeah it it could. I don't know. It it was it was odd that they they had the fifth labor on dynamite, and yeah. when they could have just. So what? That was two, two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. So then it was no. The, well, so there were two dynamites between the fifth labor and all out. Right. There was yeah. last week and this yeah. so week. last week and this yeah. week. The yeah. week before. So two two dynamites ago was the fifth labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he came out. So it was, it could have just been, why don't you just do a few weeks of promos or backstage yeah. segments and make that fifth labor at all out and make, and the stipulation is career, you know, yeah. on the line yeah. type thing. Instead, Instead of, of no I mean, yeah, which when it was said, it was like, okay, you literally <laughs> just had a death match. And now it's like, you can't have a finisher or entrance music. And it was like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. The weird way. Yeah. I mean, it I made, think, it made a, a a very cool moment. That that yeah. was. I mean, the yeah. crowd actually and got that was it right. The goal of it, but yeah. That was the goal was to have this this <laughs> big moment and to continue to stroke Chris Jericho's ego before he goes back out on tour with Fozzie. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, that, that, yeah. That's the thing that does make the, one thing that complicates this is that I think they're at least at this point planning on or wanting to tape a dynamite on the Jericho cruise. Well, I seen uh, something about that it was going to conf- like there was going to be a separate show, and the Jericho's was just going to have a certain amount of people, so maybe they would just have like one or two matches or something. But okay. there's not been a lot of officially announced, as far as I had heard. But yeah, that so, I don't know, it, would just, it would just be weird if he like lost a retirement match, and then they're like on his cruise. And he's like, yeah, I'm just matches. I'm just here doing all the announcing. <laughs> I, I'm not going to wrestle here. <laughs> but I mean, who knows? Also, like you mentioned, I'd imagine. I mean, I know he's coming out with Fozzie. They're coming to Indianapolis at some point. I think in like September or something like that. So, I think MJF's going to win this. Like, I I think MJF's going to beat Jericho. And like they did with Cody before. I know they haven't yet, but 
We'll figure it out when we get there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Cody can never challenge for the AEW title. Yeah, right. We'll, you know, they'll find a way if they ever want to find a way. And same thing with Jericho. Like, okay, yeah, he's retired until someone calls him out of retirement in four months and he's back. You know, I just, I don't know. I feel like at I this point feel- it would be really weird to have him lose, have him, him beat MJF. Like, because then you've just basically yeah. made all of that pointless, all of his and wins they, at that point. You know, they never have, they've done nothing to make themselves seem like a great idea to do, but if he ever wanted to, like, go back and have a few matches in WWE, he made sure to say it was, ah. he was done wrestling in all elite <laughs> wrestling. Right. Well, you're not wrong about that. I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe he's gonna, he goes to New Japan and has a few matches over there, and he just has a little fun until they find an excuse to bring him back to AEW or something. Because I could also see Jericho. Listen, he's a smart businessman, and he's got his, you know, his hand in many different things going on. He sees CM Punk coming into the company. We think Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson's coming into the company. Adam Cole, for God's sakes, may be coming to the company. Like, yeah. Chris Jericho probably sees, you know what? Instead of, it, instead of getting pushed off of the top of the card... Or, you know, having to compete with all that new top talent. Go away. Do something else. Build up your profile, maybe in Japan or whatever. And then you come back and you can have, oh, shit, it's the first AEW champion. And he's having a match with, you know, Daniel Bryan in AEW or something. But the question is, does he go away? Because he's going to be announcing on Rampage every week regardless. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, yelling into his microphone on Rampage. Oh, man. I like this week. He even said, "That's what I do." I'm yelling into the microphone. So like, at least he's aware. <laughs> All right. So then, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. No, I was just gonna say. I honestly, up until what you just said, I honestly was leaning towards Jericho. But that makes yeah. a lot of sense. If you're having all these people come in, there. I mean, there's only so much room. Mm-hmm. And why not just say? I'm going to put MJF over and, but and have this major moment. Does yep. Chris Jericho really want that tattoo match against CM Punk? I don't know. There's things to settle in that locker room, goddammit. The tattoo oh, match, that man. was the one that got stopped. They ended up not being able to do the, the live give the other person the tattoo to win the match yeah. deal that they were trying but, for for WrestleMania. Oh, wow. So, so what do you think, DP? I, I could see Chris Jericho just winning this match and just being because you know it's not going to hurt MJF to lose one of what four, whatever. No, now, one of no. three. But boy, wouldn't it be a lot better if he could say he's the man who was undefeated against Chris Jericho and sent him into retirement? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you'd hear it every every week. Like MJF, I'm not saying exactly like Randy Orton, but he is somebody that should build up a like list of you know accomplishments when it comes to embarrassing older wrestlers or retiring yeah. older wrestlers, you know, like don't call him the fucking legend killer, obviously, but he could be the, he could know. be the WWE killer. Cause he's just, he's taking out Cody. <laughs> now he's taking out Jericho. Now well, I mean, think about him and Christian having a long angle and ha- maybe something similar ending up yeah. happening, you know? So. Yeah. So yeah. Uh-huh. So there, uh, did you give your, so you're saying MJF's the winner. I'm, I'm saying says MJF. MJF. I say push him to the moon at this point. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. All right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say MJF too. I'll I'll go Chris. But Jericho. you know what? I'm singing that entrance song when Jericho <laughs> comes out, and I'm sitting right next to to Tony. That's I fine. Am... <laughs> boy, oh boy! All right. Our friend, our mutual friend Jason, his children know how to sing that song. So I, I <laughs> oh nice. I, I hear it a lot. 
our our first championship match of the night here as far as my listing aew tnt championship it's miro versus eddie kingston what do you guys think um well i mean i'm really looking forward to watching this match i mean this is gonna be you know in the style of your old school all japan pro wrestling masawa i mean you know eddie kingston this is he's salivating for this match you know because he can't (laughs) wait to go out and just let miro beat the shit out of him and they're gonna Sido suplex and you know fall on their necks i'm sure i mean it's gonna be <laughs> strong style you know beating the shit out of each other kind of a fight and i hope so man I, and, and i think it'll be short i think it'll oh, be really? short and violent i think yeah i think miro is gonna fuck eddie kingston up by the end of that <laughs> match. like i think it's gonna be one of those deals where it's gonna be like a you know just a tornado of a fight for like the first 90 seconds of the match you know and eddie is gonna look strong and he's gonna get his shots in and then I think Miro is going to, at some point, just take over. And he's going to do the toying with Eddie. He's not going to pin him. Yeah. He's, he's going to put him in a submission hold. And so when you say, say I'm saying short, ref stoppage. Ref like, stoppage, Miro. Wow. How, how long? Okay. Like, over, under. What's your over, under on this, like, the time limit? If I if we said the over, five under, minutes. five. Okay, so if we said the over, under was five minutes, would you say under or over? Oh. I'm going to go just slightly over. Because I think oh, they're going to give Eddie. <laughs> I'm saying over five. At this point, you went over. over sorry, over five, but under ten. Okay. Only because I think they'll give Eddie like the fire up spots. You know, like yeah, yeah. he'll he'll get the crowd going, and he'll and then he'll just get smashed again or something. Is it three? Is the show three hours long? Are we there I'd for say, three hours? It's probably gotta, yeah. Right? Like the the actual pay per views probably because th- they usually do fairly long actual pay per views. Like when you yeah. add in yeah, the that's what I thought. So yeah. yeah, with with the pre-show battle royal, probably like at least three and a half. And who knows if Paul White QT Marshall gets bumped onto that pre-show with that other match or not? Yeah, it could not we'll be see. a cool, cool down match, but we'll see. Right. Um, but what about you two? I know you're a big fan of Miro, Sean. Uh, I am a big fan of Miro. Um, I, as much as I would love <laughs> Eddie Kingston to win, right. um, just because. So were th- three weeks after this pay-per-view the oh, dynamite is in arthur ash mm-hmm. in new york so eddie kingston walking in there as tnt champion that place would go nuts that but would be cool. yeah i i'm not uh, i my whole thing is aew isn't about single moments Right. A lot, mm-hmm. you know, like we were just yeah. talking about, like the the whole moment of Chris, like the crowd singing Jericho's theme song, which was a cool moment, but it didn't. Sure. In the end, it didn't really matter. No. I don't think they're going to have Eddie Kingston win this championship just to have a huge pop in New York. No, when they've built Miro up, it, like it would, it would, no, it would almost it would almost make more sense to continue the feud and maybe have him beat Miro yes. and Arthur Ashe for the title. Yeah, and I cool. and I think that's that's more likely than I, I I mean I would love for Miro to never lose this championship and continue <laughs> right. just to beat the shit out of yeah. every person that comes in the ring <laughs> because it's so much fun and his promos those promos backstage ones are so <laughs> great I I love every time they cut to him he's it's another so yeah. great 
He's another guy where it's like, has he been at the TV or have they just probably been pre-taping? Like, or do they pre-tape all that stuff? <laughs> I don't know. They're they're awesome. I think. Oh yeah, no, they're I'm, good. I love. I, I need love to watch more dark and dark dark elevation to see if he's had matches on there because he had been having them every once in a while against That's random true. people. But <sighs> um, I, I don't know if he has, has the past he? few weeks or not. But what I do don't you think. Yeah, I, what do you think about I think Eddie Kingston wins this because oh there are no other championships that are going to change hands on this card, and I feel like maybe the tag championships change, but I, I feel like they're going to want to have at least one championship change on this show because they've had all that, summer that of was, the, yeah. the Super Elite just winning their matches regardless, and I don't necessarily think Kenny Omega's losing. The Young Bucks probably aren't going to lose, but they might, but... I don't know. I feel like Eddie Kingston might be the the go home, make the crowd happy, win of of the night as far as championship matches. That was something that went into my thinking, like because when I was looking at this and I was thinking about match predictions and stuff, it's like I went through the title matches and I was like, I don't think any of the champions are losing. But then, but that <laughs> yeah. also just like you said, boy, that just doesn't feel like that's probably possible. Like a big show like this, you just feel like at least one of those are gonna, you know, yeah, change hands. But I don't know. I mean, there, I could. Certainly make a case for why I don't think any of them will, but you know, it would be, you're also right. It would be surprising not have any title change hands. But that, but you know, that's kind of the only factor. Like listening to you guys, there's a lot of reasons to not have him win this match and to have Miro win. And <laughs> continue oh, believe me, I want Eddie to win. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think just it's, looking at I think it from it's that amazing. I could see it happening. I've yeah. been watching Eddie Kingston matches since I was in high school. I remember when he was part of the fucking. Oh God, he tag teamed with. Another guy that was like Blackjack Marciano or something like that, and they were called the Wild Cards in oh, IWA nice. Mid South. So, <laughs> I I mean, Eddie's just became one of those guys. We watched him. We went to that Evolve show. That's right. Yeah. Right. And and that honestly, that was the first my first taste of Eddie Kingston, and he was like a huge heel then. Yeah. And it was like as soon as he hit the ring, I was like, man, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Like he just <laughs> knew how to get that out of you just by being you know being yeah. a like stupid and saying stupid shit because i think and that was, it was uh, like i love this guy like yeah i'm pretty sure we saw i think that was him and joe gacy who's now in nxt and i think they fought jd drake and anthony henry yep who, jd drake's the wingman and then anthony henry just got released by in JD, wwe so. jd drake is the reason that that tony's gonna start watching dark because oh, i love man. jd drake and i like his big bubba rogers outfit oh, I know. all right <laughs> didn't take kindly to those roadkill jokes Waxed and waxed, hot boy summer. <laughs> Those guys are about to explode. You just watch, dude. Right. Have you seen their shirt? <laughs> no. It's amazing. Shirt. Go no. to Pro Wrestling Tees and look them up, man. It is great. I wish I would have ordered it because I really wanted to wear it for all out. But they're another group of folks that I'm a little surprised don't have any anything going. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. I know you can't get everybody on the card, but anyways what's our next match AEW tag team title match in a cage the young bucks taking on the lucha brothers or if you're tony's conspiracy idea a three-way match with the jungle express as well or jurassic Jurassic. express i i genuinely that's what i'm hoping for we've got two episodes of tv left because again it just felt like another storyline that made a lot of sense you know and again if you were looking to put, switch the belts to anybody, the Jurassic Express winning the tag titles would have been pretty awesome. So I was surprised when the Lucha Bros won that match against Jurassic Express because I just felt like Jungle Boy had a lot of momentum. They'd kind of been mm-hmm. feuding with the Elite. And then it was just kind of like, oh, no, 
we're gonna go back to this Lucha Bros feud, which is great. You know, I mean, I know they have history <laughs> with one another, but they haven't really been involved with each other since what the last time they had a match yeah. at All Out. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, they had the. So? Well, yeah, they. I think they've defended it on TV against them at some point, but yeah, and then the 2019 All Out was. The them, but show. it was for the AAA tag team. Oh uh, yeah, I think right? you might be right. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. They you had that. Be. They had that ladder. The whatever it was called. Yeah. Death anyways, ladder match or whatever. I can't. It was like. Oh yeah. It was yeah, like some Spanish thing. I don't want to attempt to say it because I know it'll be terrible. Dia de los ladder. Um, yeah, it was that. Yeah. It was something like that. <laughs> but again, it's hard to complain about you know something like this because regardless of what I thought or what I kind of hoped it would happen. I mean, this is going to be an amazing match. Yeah. Um, most likely, I mean, you know, anything could happen. Probably the match that will have the things that will have folks talking, you know, the gifts or the gifs, whatever you kids are calling them this week. <laughs> and we'll probably result from the, you know, we'll probably come from this match. So we got, yeah, I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of uh, Ray Phoenix seemingly being mangled uh-huh. in the walls of that cage. I, I just yeah. listen. It, I throws pray that he stays healthy, but my God, Ray Phoenix is maybe the most reckless human being in professional wrestling, and that's including Darby Allen. Like I, Ray Phoenix just goes out there and he's like, "How can I shock the world and twist and flip my body into a terrible situation this week?" I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's amazing what that guy does. But of yeah. the of the championship matches, this is the closest that I have a feeling could possibly go the other way as well. Yeah. yeah. So wait, what was so what was your conspiracy well, theory that Jurassic Express will get oh, added, added to, to the it? Match, yeah. Oh, that was the hope, but oh, we'll see. I mean, yeah. you know, there's still a dynamite and a rampage to you know tie up any loose ends. Another group that I would just be—it's like, damn, no Jungle Boy at all on this show. Yeah, that would just kinda... yeah, that's rough. So who do you think is yeah. winning, Sean? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. All right. I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna change hands. I think. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's it's possibly gonna be the match of the night. Right. I mean, they're ta- I, I feel like I've never seen a bad tag team match. Does Brandon AEW. Cutler find his way into the cage? That's our prop bet yes. here. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, he's all about cheating now. <laughs> he's all about cheating. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's. Yeah, Cutler's definitely going to get involved. His whole stooge <laughs> act, I mean, it has just been so great. Yeah. I just, every time, that whole match, that tag team match, and he does the, he did it a couple weeks ago against Kazarian, but the little dab to an elbow is so <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm also going to go with the Bucks in this match. I feel like it would give a lot of steam to the Andrade thing, you know, to tell them, see, you know, you can be champions with Pa, you know, I'll make you tag team champions. You know, you'd have that kind of disappointment from their side. And I think the elite, you know, they're at their best when they're draped in gold and, yeah. are, you know, big shitholes about it. And again, <laughs> as much as, as much great as this match is going to be because they didn't go the Jurassic Express route, there's not really much a story behind this. I feel like it might, you know, I'd like to see the Lucha Bros win, but I just think that it makes sense for the Bucks here. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you guys. I think the Bucks win this one. That's yep. I, I think they're they're gonna win this. So, all right, next match: the AEW Women's Championship. Doctor Britt Baker taking on Chris Statlander, the Galaxy's favorite alien. <sighs> yeah, 
Um, you know, I was just, I was, it's, I've been disappointed that they haven't managed to heat somebody up on the other side of Brit. You know, they've done such a great job in especially in the last couple of months of just you know, establishing her as a, you know, legit badass and top, you know, the women's division and all this kind of stuff. And they haven't really gotten anybody else heated up for her. You know, she's having a cold match with Red Velvet that got booked on TV the week before it happened. Statlander won like a battle royal or whatever it was to earn this shot. And yeah, they have some history, but not much. And it's just, uh, I just would have loved to have seen her in a bigger profile match here because especially you go back to that Pittsburgh show. I mean, she's as hot as anybody in this company, you know, CM Punk's mentioning her name at the beginning of his promos. Um, and I love Chris Statlander, but it just feels like kind of a bit of an underwhelming opponent for someone as hot as Britt Baker. I would have loved to have seen them bring somebody in from impact Deanna Parazzo, Jordan Grace, bring in just Camille. From, I mean, honestly, just anything like to kind of just give it like a big champ versus champ kind of a deal or something for her because she's winning this match and this doesn't have any real effect on her moving forward. So I just would like to have seen them give her maybe some kind of a dream match opponent um, on the you know on, on a card like this. I I could be wrong, but I feel like Statlander beat Nyla Rose. Ah, okay. And in convincing fashion. I mean, like, mm-hmm. super I that. easily. Yes. Yeah. And it was like a shock yeah, it was that like, she huh? won so easily. Yeah. And so it was. I think that was supposed to help build Which... her up. Um, but yeah. after that, there has been little to no story, right? Like, it was just like, that's the number one contender. Yeah. But then they didn't announce it until last week. No, and it was I like, just, but that yeah. was clear that she was the number one contender after she beat Nyla Rose. So why don't you build something, especially after... Uh, uh, Brit beat uh, Red Velvet. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, as soon as that match was over, just start the story from there. It just be, it can just be like, I'm the number one contender. I'm going to kick your ass. There doesn't have to be anything deeper than that, right? Right. Hell, you you could have even done like a, the winner of the battle royal could have fought Brit for the title later in the night. Oh, I yeah. always love when they do that. And then you could have had maybe a deal. <laughs> She doesn't want to fight Thunder Rosa, or she's trying to avoid these people that she's not going to give a title match to. And here's your chance, you know, to get that shot at her tonight. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm just also again, yeah, I love Chris Statlander. I just felt like it, you know, just feels a bit like a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it just it feels like for me, like this is them just trying to. They had planned on building Chris Statlander for this match before she got injured. She got Mm -hmm. injured. She came back, and then it was like this was the first pay per view after she came back. And they were just determined to do that. And so, but like you said, they didn't really like do a big drawn out story. Instead, they just did the usual, you know, has matches on yeah. dark, wins matches, a few matches on dynamite, wins that Nyla Rose match to finally be the number one. And then that's just where we're at. Well, yeah. and I, I feel like they were a lot hotter on the story about her coming back and her overcoming the injury, like right when she got back. Yeah. And now I don't really feel like I've heard that thrown much into this story of like why maybe this should be a bigger deal. Like, you know, how hard she's worked in the last year to get here it just kind of feels like brit's gotten so popular that they don't really put much opposition up against that you know like i don't know like yeah. they're like people like brit nothing we say is probably gonna really change their mind so why bother <laughs> and especially with a face like statlander like are you really gonna have mm-hmm. statlander beat brit and then she's immediately a hit like gonna boo her like, oh, yeah. that, no, it's, I mean, as much as I would love Statlander to win, because I really do like right. her, but it was yeah. just like everyone, yeah. that would immediate booze. Yeah, well, because it's interesting. You could look at 
SmackDown and AEW have very similar problems with their top female star being a heel, even though they may be the most popular people in the company. Right. <laughs> yeah. Creates a lot of booking problems. So uh, Dr. Britt across the board, is that who we're thinking is win this? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I'm going to be wearing my best friend's shirt, but there you go. Yeah. I think, I think Britt's got it. All right. Now, next up we've got, uh, let's just jump into it. CM Punk, Darby Allen. Uh, well, hang on. I would argue that order. <laughs> we're not. We're not necessarily putting them oh, in the okay. order of. Oh, of yeah. the show. Well, I thought that's what I thought. But, that's what you're. Uh, thought that's what you were going from. No, this was this was on the order of what I thought would make sense to put the show in. But okay, yes, of importance. Yes. So, we've got you know the big return. It's been seven years. We talked about it a lot on our show. Sean, how, what was your thoughts on the returning CM Punk? It was just one of those things where, and I don't know um, how much you guys, well, let's see. No, we're a couple weeks removed from it. But it was just one of those things where you knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But like until it happened, it's just like you didn't know. So it was just... I had no words because like my girlfriend was asking, like asking why it was a big deal, but it's like, you can't really explain why it was a big deal. It's like, well, we actually need to go back like eight years and watch a bunch of wrestling. So (laughs) you'd understand why it was a big deal. Like, so it's, so you've, you've, it was like, you've had her sit down and listen to the the podcast then with Colt Cabana. (laughs) Yeah. Got through the full two hours. Like, listen, we're gonna sit here in silence and listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, she only she only cares about AEW when Jungle Boy's on the screen. Oh, okay. um, and this past week, he was wearing two weeks ago. He was wearing a hoodie, and she was like, "Why is he wearing clothes?" <laughs> um, so they are yeah. correct that Jungle Boy does draw ratings for the sure. women demographic. Um, well, that's why I wouldn't promote he's in a relationship. You, <laughs> yeah. it's not, you gotta go back uh, to the old school media days where you can't be caught out in public with well, a, in a relationship. You have to give that, you know, illusion <laughs> that these women can aspire to be with you. Damn it. Jungle boy. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go back to the um, days of the Von Eriks. Go kiss the women in the yeah, front row. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell them uh, you're married. Uh, so it, it was, it, it's surreal that he's back and, that we're we get to see him in his first match like it's just it's awesome i think it's i i'm curious how long it's gonna go i don't know what kind of ring shape he's in but i i mean he's always been a great storyteller so mm-hmm. I think people are going to come away and be like, oh, he had ring rust. You see how exhausted he was? But <laughs> that's just probably how good he, he's going to be and be able to and play that off. Like, I mean, Christian did the same thing when he came back in that first match. He played it like I, I'm assuming he did. Like he played it off like he was exhausted and, and could barely do certain things. And I, and I feel like Punk's going to be able to tell that story very easily. Yeah, I mean, this is... Um... About as good as it gets as far as it goes for me. You know, CM Punk is somebody that I give a lot of credit to for probably like kick starting my second generation, like in generation of being interested in wrestling. Like I liked it when I was a kid, you know, and then you kind of hit that age, 13 or 14 years old, where it's kind of you turn one way or the other in a lot of people's lives as far as it goes with your wrestling fandom. Yeah. And seeing CM Punk, you know, at a Knights of Columbus with IWA Mid South. 
You know, I remember the first time was a gauntlet match that also had Chris Hero and Colt Cabana and Ace Steel were in it and stuff. And uh, from that point forward, I was hooked. I bought the T-shirt. I had the best of VHS tapes. Like, I was all in with CM Funk. And so it was really cool to find him there and then, you know, see his kind of rise to stardom and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a big deal to, you know, be able to, to see him in this match. And uh, it's great to see him, you know, happy again. I do think it's funny he's already turned off the comments on his Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's to be. And as far as, like, the in-ring shape goes... Um, honestly, I think the work on heels is going to have a lot to do with, um, him surprising a lot of people with his in-ring conditioning because he's been working with Stephen Amell for months for that show. His character, Ruby Rabies, I think is his name, (laughs) had his premiere episode. And that character is also great because it literally looks like he just took all those Southern Indiana, you know, local wrestlers (laughs) from that comp that same company and formed it into a pretty scummy looking character. It's I watched the clip of of that (laughs) when he came out and it's Mm -hmm. it's great. It is great. So but yeah, no, I think that I I think he can go. I don't know if they'll go twenty plus minutes. No. But uh you know, he's gonna swing for the fences and he's going out there with somebody that's not afraid to die, literally, it seems (laughs) like at any point. So and I think Darby wins. What about that? Do you? Okay. Wow. I don't. I don't know. Like, I hope Punk wins, but storyline wise, I think he should fucking take a kick in the teeth. You know, he needs yeah. the. It's exactly what he needed. It's why he reached for the top. It's why he wanted to fight the best, and now he knows where he stands, and he can. I, you know, I don't know. It just that seems more interesting to me than Punk wins and screw your guy that you've literally cultivated into a top star since day one of this company. <laughs> How involved that's, do you think do you great. think Sting's going to be in this? Oh man, that building is going to fucking explode when Punk and Sting are in the ring together because it'll probably <laughs> yeah. happen at some point. Yeah, and that'll be cool. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe a little bit. But again, it's Chicago, and boy, <laughs> would it be probably it would take the air out of the place. But I don't know. They love Darby too, you know. So I, I feel like yeah, call. it's a tough call. I think that if Darby were to were to win, I think it's more of a. I, I could see the crowd, yeah, crowd, uh, you know, cheering for that, going yeah. nuts. I think I, so. Yeah, because I think as long as it's competitive and it's back and forth, and maybe there's a series of near falls, Darby gets the final shifting of the weight in the series of roll ups, and maybe gets a win out of nowhere. I mean, I think the place would accept that, you know. Oh, for sure. But, We'll see. They also might just send the fans home happy, which would be fine. It's, yeah, it's I not just, like it would ruin Darby's career or anything, right? When you when I think back to like the two shows we've been at before and like the reactions that we've gotten to see there, that first time with Cody Rhodes with the NWA match, like mm-hmm. the and like some of the just, just some of the emotion we've seen in that crowd there. I oh, yeah. this getting to see CM Punk in Chicago is going to be pretty fucking amazing. Like that's yeah, that's oh, yeah. insane. Like that gives it's to, very to wrestle about this. You know. Yeah, and it feels like in, in the past, you know, since we first went to All In, every build up to these shows, I guess except last year, has been this like this is CM Punk going to show up, and it's just became this joke. Right, and then all of like this like. Hey, all right, we're going back to Chicago. When's CM Punk showing up? Like, and it's been this thing, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh no, like we're not kidding this time. Like, it's it's happening. Right. It's it's that built when when Cody won that championship 
that mm-hmm. building was shaking. It felt like it was shaking. I'd never been somewhere to an event that was that loud. Right. And yeah. I think this will be louder. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It no, it's going to be crazy. All right. Yeah. And, you know, our afterthought AEW championship match here, Kenny Omega <laughs> taking on Christian Cage, the Impact champion. What do you guys think about this one? Well, Tony, I mean, you go first. I'm, you know, I think it's going to be a great match. Um, I don't really understand why they had the match on TV already. You know, yeah. weeks before you're going to well, have it at one of your biggest shows, and you had yeah. Christian beat him. I feel like they had to do that in order to to build up Christian in in a lot of the audience's eyes. Like, I feel like there were some people like like we had talked about it. You know, it felt like it was a little bit cold at first. But mm-hmm. it was a guy that we knew had the ability to have a great match against right. one of possibly the best wrestler in the world in Kenny Omega. So you, you know you're going to get a good match. But I think that they wanted to sh- prove that to the fans that don't know that necessarily right, yeah. from Christian's side of things. And so I think that's why they felt the need to, to have that match in the middle. And it gives them a reason to get rid of that TNA belt that he's carrying around. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and the whole, you know, the Bucks came out to give Kenny a, like a chair and then turned it right. around and, and right. used it on him like that. That kind of helps that story of he didn't really beat him clean type thing. Mm-hmm. He used his, yeah. uh, you know, that those those tactics against him. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you brand or DP, like you had said that they wanted to show people that this could be a good match and it was like you could tell they were holding stuff back mm-hmm. like yeah we yeah. we're gonna give you a five we can give you a five-star match but you're getting like a three and a half four-star match right now like this is this is gonna be way better at all out in in as good as that match was like i think this one's gonna be ex- way way better way yeah. better well i mean just think about christian is 47 years old which is nuts. Mm-hmm. That is insane to think about. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is, and then, so I'm really, I'm really, you know, I'm really happy that he's getting this opportunity. And especially when you think about the fact that he was in the Royal Rumble in January of this year. <laughs> right. And, yeah. he, you know, as, but, you know, had quite a year as far as like the, you know, the ups and downs. And now to have a chance to prove himself here. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's awesome. I think it's gonna be great. I just, again, they just, they had to make a sharp turn. You know, when the hangman situation kind of came yeah. to the head. And, you know, listen, I mean, this is a great direction to go with things. I don't, what I wouldn't have been disappointed if they had just given Orange his singles match with Kenny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they did the triple threat with Pac, and, you know, things kind of went the way they went in that match. And, I mean, again, nobody's going to be upset that you put Orange Cassidy in any match, really. That's true. No, that's but, that's yeah. true, but this is also, yeah. you know, when they're talking about guys coming in, you know, this is Christian Cage was a huge name. That you know, right. obviously the the ceiling's been lifted out of CM with CM Punk. It feels <laughs> like not as big of a deal at this point, but well, yeah. it was still a big deal when he when he showed up. And I think that's why you know they they had to get to this program at some point, and it seems like this is just the time to do it because of the Adam Page and, situation. And I think the I think I'm I'm that was the other reason I was fine with hangman not being here because punk is like that that was going to overshadow any win but it it also i mean then you got to think about it also depends where that punk match was 
Like, mm-hmm. what, where is it in the card? Mm-hmm. Because if it's early enough, that gets the crowd going, and then you right. end the show with Hangman winning. But, I mean, I get it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, listen, again, it's, you know, it, you don't want to complain about something that's still going to be really, really good. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. You know, and like you mentioned, they had, they not only made the switch, but then they heated Christian up with the Impact title. And, mm-hmm. um, so. and his, has he defended it already? Oh, yeah. He's defended it, I think, more right. than once at this point. Yeah, he defended it against. I think, I think he's gonna fight Ace Austin maybe at their next pay per view. Like he won a chance, and he's already defended it against. God dang, I can't remember now. Somebody though, Myers. Yeah, yeah, he defended against Brian Myers. Yeah, I couldn't think of his first name. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting world that 2021 is with wrestling because, like you said, there's just the year that he's (laughs) had to now be like regularly featured on Impact Wrestling. It's just like what? How did you? How did you get here? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And, wow. and I mean, it was, you know, I don't, I, de- I mean, I don't watch Impact now other than reading like results and stuff like that. I look sure. for the, um, the Twitter one minute clips and usually watch that yeah. and get, get my fill of Impact. Well, because they're also yeah. not, they're not, you know, oppressive regimes like some wrestling companies when it comes to their clips and gifts being online. True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's. Christian had uh, like his best run originally when he first left WWE and, mm-hmm. and went to, to TNA, and and that's that's kind of where he he blossomed into that that popular character when he was you know just Edge's tag team partner, you know. Sure. Uh, but towards the end of his run, I mean, going back, I guess when that that program he did with Randy Orton for the World Heavyweight Championship, like that was awesome and what could have been. Uh, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon thought he looked like a rat or something and decided <laughs> he didn't want him. Now, pretty much a prop bet for this match. Do we get the arrival of Travis Tomko, who is still alive, Tony? I did check. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I told you that he died, <laughs> but I don't know who I was thinking about. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm surprised he isn't. But anyways, that's not nice. Um, <laughs> No, I don't think he'll be here. That's that's not their yeah, probably not the kind of folks they're wanting to bring into their locker room. Yeah, it's I uh, I was about to make a bet and then I'm like, nope, it's cuz it's going to be recorded. And I How, don't I do have one of those super spicy hot chips, Sean. We could make the bet here if, if Oh, that's I true. Thinks Tyson Tomko okay, showing up. That. If Tomko <laughs> shows up, I will eat one of those chips. Oh boy. Ooh, well, all that's, right. that's probably a safe bet. I don't think we're, gonna, we're not getting a Christian coalition reunion. Like, there's not there's no Scott Steiner. It's not no no AJ Styles. Say, obviously, when's, when's AJ's deal up again? He can come over and be be Christian. They'll wife. never let his his deal yeah. will never be up. No, no. They will back that truck full of money right up to his door. So I'm 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 going Kenny Omega on this. Is that what you guys are feeling as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I would. Again, uh, I say seems- that's a safe bet. It seems a little disappointing that this isn't like the night that the elite are defeated. Yeah. But it just doesn't feel like it makes sense at this point because of, you know, the way a few things kind of shifted. So definitely. So now they're going to be assholes for another month or two. Last question before we wrap this all up. When do tickets for full gear go on sale? And are we buying at this point? (laughs) Uh, I would say (laughs) are we chasing uh, the dragon of hangman pages, potential championship match is what I'm saying. Oh, you, I don't know, man. I guess it is November. (laughs) Yeah. But then I was, so I guess not to 
change the subject too. I I thought I heard or read that they were cha- they might change the date of Full Gear because that same night is a huge UFC show. Oh, okay. Am I making that up? Um, I, I think that. you might be on to something there. I think you're right. I did see them not maybe there's something they didn't want to go head to head with. I don't remember where I saw that now. Problem is, there's UFC every weekend. It seems like nowadays, so it's It's hard to. I mean, it's hard to avoid them. How big is that crossover of fans between MMA and and wrestling? Like, is it that is it going to be that big of a deal? I've always felt like there should be a lot more crossover than there is. Yeah, yeah. I'm always surprised, like the lack of crossover. But I don't know. But I mean, I'm not going out and looking for UFC matches all, all the time anymore. Like. Well, no, but they watch wrestling. They should just admit it and just also watch professional wrestling. That's what <laughs> UFC is anyway. These guys have yeah. all learned how to cut promos and work storylines at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's our thoughts on All Out. We're excited to go. I'm excited to, to get to Chicago this weekend. It should be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we all, all make it out of there without getting sick. <laughs> Why did you even have to say that? <laughs> I, it's it's on my mind. <laughs> no promises, no guarantees. Yeah, I mean, uh, every company and every independent company is running a show over the course of the weekend. Should be a lot of fun, a lot of wrestling fans in the area. So looking forward to getting up there and being a part of it. Absolutely. Yep. All right, so that's it for the show, I guess. Uh, any? That's it? Our thoughts? That's it? We're done? That's, yeah. it. No, nope, well, that's it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> thanks, thanks, John, John for joining John. us. We'll uh, see the rest of you folks on our next episode of the Golden Age of Grappling podcast. Which uh, yes, we'll probably be discussing we'll be our thoughts of, of what happened at All In. And yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So get ready for it. All right, sounds good. So that is that is that. <laughs>